Welcome back to New Rockstars, and Princess Shuri wasn't the only powerful woman who got a promotion in Wakanda Forever. Evil Elaine from Seinfeld, also known as Val, got promoted to the head of the CIA after throwing her ex-husband under the bus for betraying the country just because Everett wanted to be invited to the cookout. That's so stupid. Like, <laughs> just let, let him betray the country a little bit, all right? But uh, nah, I think that something sinister is brewing in Val's sneaky brain, okay? I don't think that she's just looking out for the country. I think that Val's brain could secretly be surrounded by a red skull. This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories from the nerdy titles that we love, a show made possible by the support of the lovely people at NordVPN. More on those beautiful human beings in a little bit. So my name is MT, and Gordon Rogue with me today is the most wonderful, wonderful Wakanda Forever breakdowner in the world. It's Jessica Clemens. What's going on, guys? If you guys not have, if you guys have not seen that breakdown, go watch that because watch, Jessica watch. Clemens goes in. Um, um, all day, every day. You know, it's really funny, which I just realized. Uh, there's a piece of Whitney's breakdown in my breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> I put Whitney's breakdown of the Midnight Angels into my breakdown. Ah. So you will also get hey. uh, me and Whitney together in my Double breakdown. Synergy. And if you watch my breakdown on the costumes, I also throw to this video of Jessica's. <laughs> so you'll also oh get to God. see a little picture of Inception. Jessica pop up in my video, which it's is endless. fun. So guess what? <laughs> guess what? Me and Jessica are friends and we like each other. Hi. <laughs> give me, hey, give me I love one sec. Actually, no, keep going. I just spilled green juice all over myself. Oh my gosh. Oh, Absolutely. the pickle juice. Oh, oh the boy. Pickle juice. the pickle juice. Oh, it's that AG1. It'll get you every baby. time. It's the AG1. Today's spill brought to you by Athletic Greens. And one of the best friends in the world is Whitney Van Lanigan. What's going on, Whitney? Hi. I'm good. How What's are going you? on, bestie? Hi. Hi. Good. Hi. Let's talk about boys later, okay? Let's um, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, my brother from another mother. It is Brandon Barrick. What's going on, Brandon? MT, it's so good to see you again. So good to be back on Rogue Theory. I feel like it's been so long, and I have so much It's been rogue. so long since we've been on a Rogue Theory together. It's building up inside of me, and it wants to just explode out of my pores. You're going back to your off-screen producer Brandon days, and I don't like it. It's I dangerous. need you to be on screen for me. <laughs> on-screen producer Brandon. I'm doing on my best. On-screen producer Brandon all day, every day. If you're on screen, you better be bottomless, and that's it. <laughs> hey. Jesus. I, I, I didn't make the rules. I didn't make the rules. Bottomless Brandons. Let's go. Let's order that at BB. brunch. <laughs> the bottom was Brandon. All right, guys, let's talk into our, let's go into our first topic for today because I have a feeling that there could be a light possibility here that Val, Contessa Valentina, Allegra de Fontaine, um, the first, I don't know, is an avatar <laughs> for the Red Skull. Mm. And um, there's a couple of reasons why I believe this. And we know from um, like the comics that um, Contessa Valentina, Allegra de Fontaine was Madame Hydra um, for a little bit. And um, we also know that Captain America New World Order is coming up, and New World Order, the actual New World Order organization, was a Hydra organization run by the Red Skull. And um, if you look at like the way that Val dresses, especially in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the end of Black Widow, she dresses a lot like the Red Skull, and I feel like that is intentional. She wears like red. She has like the I don't know. She dresses like um, Red Skull in his uniform back when he was a. Uh, uh, being peak asshole. Wait, I want to um, look this up. Lots of like, <laughs> she black dress. I don't remember her asshole. exact outfit. It was, from it was the black end of ponytail, it. and you could see that perfect line through it. I remember it. The purple, it was the peak purple ass. hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Val is also very interested in super soldiers like Red Skull. She uh, like runs up to 
um, Johnny Mayonnaise and he's like, hey, you look really nice. And <laughs> I like how you took the serum. It's real nice. But also, we know from uh, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame that Red Skull was on Vormir. So, like, everyone's like, how, how does Red Skull get from Vormir to the planet Earth? And I understand what you guys are thinking. However, if you remember from, like, after the sacrifices made on Vormir, a huge beam of light, mm. much like the beam of light that sent um, Red Skull to Vormir in the first place, happens. And I think that through that beam of light, he was sent through the cosmos and potentially into the brain of, um, or the body of a Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, who could potentially, who could potentially be like a descendant or mm-hmm. um, or something. But like, I think the reason why Val wears a uh, a little a pink, uh, purple streak in her hair is because it's Marvel's way of like teasing Red Skull's obsession with the Tesseract and like me- meshing it together and making purple. It's like, hey, and the, and like, oh, like red yeah, and blue anyway. together make purple. Exactly. Um, Take that back to elementary school. I still don't think that's correct. (laughs) I still don't think that's right. But like, you know, we we saw from um, from Infinity War Endgame that like the Red Skull was like this weird ghost form. Like Mm -hmm. he's like a weird like wraith. He's bottomless. Man. He's a it's, bottomless. He's bottomless. Yeah, he's bottomless. Real bottomless. Brandon of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, um, for sure. But <laughs> and for as sure, always, sure, let's dude. let's just clarify because we have a lot of sayings here at New Rock Stars: "Eating ain't cheating." Three bang. Now we have bottomless Brandons. As always, this is not dirty. This is not no, a dirty. This is very yes. Bottomless At Brandons all. are a pair, a line of his slacks that he actually sells yeah. at Kohl's. Yeah, bottomless exactly. They, they but go it's on like, sale. it's Easter, unlimited pants. So it's like, it's Hell bottomless because yeah. it never ends, you know? Yeah. And, but, and yes. There is no end. There's bottom. no end. No end in sight. It sounds like the name of like a fable. It's the tale of bottomless Brandon. It's the tale the of bottomless just, Brandon. Just keep going. Um... <laughs> But no, um, I think that there's a possibility here that they, we could be setting up a pot- potential resurrection of the Red Skull in the MCU. Uh, because the Red Skull is one of the most iconic Captain America villains sure, ever. Yeah. Like, ever. Like, that's his main villain. And to, to get rid of him and take him off the table after Captain America won and just send him off into space, never to be seen again, not realistic. I don't, I don't buy that for a second. I think that Marvel Studios is setting Val up to be the new Red Skull and uh, she's gonna one day she's gonna rip off her mask like her daddy or or the Red Skull and be like, hey, it's me. It's me. I have a disease under here, actually, <laughs> just like Red Skull. I uh, what do you what do you guys think? I have a question and I have a comment. Mm. I'll yes. use my question. Do both. Oh yeah, I'll do both, but I'll do the question first. Uh, I like the idea yes. of her being a descendant of Red Skull. I also do thoroughly agree with you. I think the way Red Skull just disappeared isn't good enough. So I do right. think he'd be coming back. Do you think he could just be a variant, or she could be a variant of Red Skull? Mm. There's a different universe where Red Skull is a woman and is Valentina Val. That is a fantabulous. I freaking love that point because that is so true. We know from what if that there was a Red Skull that potentially opened up a gateway to another universe where the weird tentacle people uh, mm-hmm. were, were coming from. So, like, there's the possibility that another Red Skull variant did the same thing and actually went through a portal and um, went and ended up in another universe, much like um, Captain Carter did at the end of What If. So, yeah, I like that idea a lot, where it's like, hey, it's another variant. Uh, there's no Red Skull here, so I'm just going to be the Red Skull <laughs> yeah, I'm be the um, Red in this Skull. universe, because why not? Uh, the um, non-German like Red so Skull. Much. <laughs> the American, the, the American Red, Red Skull. Um, and my <laughs> one comment is, I like the idea that it's maybe the blue strip, but wouldn't you just assume the blue stripe in her hair? You know how like people have like a birthmark on their skull and it makes their hair white. Um, oh, yeah, Brandon, yeah, do you yeah. have one? Oh, Brandon has one. It does that. My what grandma if she got says- hit 
Oh, what? that's what interesting. My grandma says, she said, that's where the devil touched me. Okay, never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me go back to what I was saying. No! <laughs> no! We shouldn't have spoke. We should never get right on the mic. Oh my god! A lot of kids are like, "Yeah, my mom said like that's where an angel touched me, or that's where like a star fell from the sky." Your grandma's like, "Yeah, well, you're going to hell." I was touched by the devil. Just touched. I love that grandma. I love that grandma. It's the mark of the beast. Do you think there could just be the possibility that like this is a horrible analogy, but like uh. Anna and Elsa and Frozen, she got like sniped by like a cane <laughs> and got that blue streak in her hair. <laughs> I'm not trying to take this rogue theory. I'm just saying that would be- tell me more about this hair strip. I well, need to know. Like I mean, that, that that would be like really interesting if that was like a side effect of like some type of transfer. I don't know. That'd yeah. be really I like I like that idea. Yeah. Or I mean, they kind of uh, you know, Rogue the X Men famously has like the white streak in the hair. Yeah. And they they in mm-hmm. the Fox universe, right? They invented a reason why she had like that white streak. Why? It wasn't just like a character choice. When when she was stopping Magneto from doing the device, oh uh, yeah, it, like it permanently gave her the streak in her the hair. Statue of Liberty. Um, it also, well, that idea, Jessica, kind of relates to like Greek mythology, right? Achilles. The reason Achilles has the one weak spot in his heel. Is because when he was dipped in the water that made him like the greatest warrior and made him like invincible, yeah. mm-hmm. where he was held at the heel, that spot oh. was like never covered with the water. Mm-hmm. So that's why mm-hmm. he was, he has like that one weakness yeah. right there. You think um, uh, God took Valentina by the hair? <laughs> <laughs> one hair strand is like, bloop, bloop, bloop. It's like a baby's soft spot. And if you yeah, poke yeah. her in the blue streak, it's like a destruct button. Her fontanelle never closed up fully. And so now she's got this purple streak in her <laughs> hair. That's just her soft spot. We, they're like always talking about it in the MCU. And she's like, I, I would like you guys to know that it's just my baby soft spot. It's my baby soft spot. It never hardened. Now, MT, and your your initial theory here, you did use the term avatar. Do you see Val as like, yeah, an avatar of Red Skull and he's like influencing her and he's like speaking to her, all of like the Green Goblin to Norman Osborn. He's like in her head. Mm. Or is he like- That's why it's a blue streak. She's part Avatar. <laughs> oh, Avatar the She's way of part water. Avatar. <laughs> part Just blue. She's part Navi. She's she sees you. Um, <laughs> or is it like yeah, like the Red Skull? Right, he's stuck on Vormir. His job is to guard the Soul Stone. It's gone. So Vormir's like, you can leave now. And he's like, great, I'm out of here. And he comes back to Earth, and he's like, man, I feel like a woman. And he just like <laughs> takes the form of a woman, like. He wants Bullshit to be his true twain. self. Yeah, Full yeah. On. He finally is able to express himself because in like Nazi Germany, he is not allowed to express himself as a female. He's supposed to be this strong leader. And he's like super Nazi, right? He's more Nazi than the Nazis. He's like, I'm all the way Nazi, it's baby. True. And he's like, I can't be dressing like a woman. They won't respect me. Uh, but now he can finally take on his full form as a woman. Do you just do you uh, see if, Val? If that is, a- is Val actually Red Skull, or is she being influenced by Red Skull in your theory? What which do you you see it? I, th- <laughs> I think that Val is being. I think it's it might be a mix of both. I think okay. I think it might be like a Green Goblin situation. Mm. Where like Val okay. might have oh, been a like Green a Green Goblin situation. We got one of those <laughs> yeah. on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> classic. It a happens classic to everyone. Classic one really. of those bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I think that you know, like, like there's a possibility that Val could have been a normal woman living on Earth, 
And then Red Skull like beams into her body. It's like, all right, now I got Red Skull personality. <laughs> and so like, which would which would explain how she introduces herself um, to um, Captain America. Uh, well, Captain Johnny Walker. U.S. agent. Um, John Johnny Mayonnaise. Say it Sorry. right. <laughs> Johnny. I'm trying not to say Johnny Mayonnaise because I don't want to be mean to him. But yes, Johnny Mayonnaise. Um, We're not being mean he, to him. Like, We're being mean to Johnny Mayonnaise. We're not, <laughs> yes, not Johnny the actor. Man. The actor is a wonderful oh, yeah. person He's and her, doing brilliant. a great job. I love him. But Johnny Mayonnaise is, is a monster. <laughs> He's a monster. He's a We're monster allowed to call to him that. Hey, we, we, <laughs> we created that monster. The U.S. But military it, created that. I monster, didn't create okay? that monster. Not my, not my taxes. Look, not my taxes. Not my money. <laughs> not my not, monster. Not my monster. Not my circus. <laughs> not no. my monkeys. <laughs> Keep going. When Val introduces herself to John Walker, she's like. My name is like Val, but like she goes, okay, no, my real name is Contessa Valentina. Right, like right. But you can call me Val. It's like, but don't call me Val. Cause like I'm actually the Red Skull, but you can call me Val. Cause like I think that he's just like getting used to the body. He's like, call me Val, but like eh, this is a fucking act. So like we don't have to really. Does call that me explain Val. why Everett Ross and Val broke up? Like the, the woman he married was not influenced by Red Skull. Go with it, with me. Go yeah. With it. I was gonna Go say, do you think that this is like, uh, like, like a scroll scenario in which? Mm. The loving and wonderful wife lady, Val, who loved Martin Freeman so much. And she was like, oh, my God, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was good, babe. And she, like, loved him, you know? Like, like maybe that version of her got replaced by Red Skull. And then she was like, bitch, I want a divorce. And also, I fucking hate you. And, like, then <laughs> just, crazy. like, lived her life as an asshole from then on out. Like, that's my, I think... If if it happened, that's my theory on it. I do love I love that. that idea. It would make a lot of sense. I think she, she, was she did say that she said a lot of mean things right. um towards the end of their marriage. So like right. maybe it could have been mean Nazi stuff. Yeah, yeah. Could have been like <laughs> he just starts reading Mind Camp. It's like Everos is like, I don't know about this. <laughs> the real Val could be on another planet. They could get back together. It mm. could still happen. We don't know. He could find or you love. Get the that would be a beautiful out. Ending. She comes back to who she was before, you know? She was always yeah. like Everett. Mm. You're always leaving the toilet seat up, and it really pisses me off. Also, we should invade Poland. Let's go, Everett. <laughs> and Everett's like, He's like you I should not marry this woman. This. You yeah, you keep this. saying like, this. Uh, that's a red flag. I'm <laughs> just trying to have dinner. But also, like, this would be like having Val secretly be the Red Skull would be very much in line with the luck that Everett Ross, the character in the comics, mm -hmm. has. Because that dude was like the most unluckiest dude ever. <laughs> like he's most of the most unluckiest agents ever. So like having him be like, oh no, I secretly dated the head of Hydra <laughs> or was married to her. Like that would be like the Didn't biggest like, it. ooh, I goofed. Big goof. <laughs> Big goof. Oh man, I goofed. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally married a Nazi sympathizer. Whoops. Whoops. It happens. Happened to Grimes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> theory of of Val being secretly being the Red Skull. Do you guys think that like the Red Skull, it's possible that the Red Skull could have infiltrated her body in ghost form? Or is this the theory too bogus? Rogus, bogus, or ogus? Take it away, Brandon. I think you've made a compelling argument here, MT. I'm going to give this a rogus. I do like this idea okay. of, of the Red I do want the Red Skull back. Love the Red Skull. 
uh, mm. uh, love what they love that character. Would love to see more of him. Was so happy to see him in Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, let's bring him back. I do like it. And I, I like the idea that yeah, he's somehow um, taking power. Now I don't want to give Val. Uh, I want to give Val a lot of agency here too. So I want. I I don't like the idea that she's being manipulated. I I, I want her to choose to be with Red Skull. But mm. I, I do like the idea, so I will give it a rogus. Yes. So you want her to choose to be? I want a her to choose evil. evil. I don't want her to right just. To you know what? Yeah. Choice. Yeah. Brandon choice. is yeah. truly important. a feminist. You guys, this I'm is very a, grounded a, for Brandon. Feminist. This is a very Brandon thing to say. He's okay with not saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> very on Brandon. And next, oh. and next time. Oh, that was good. That was a real good I one. I liked it a lot. Oh, what do you think, Whitney? Um, no, I think this is roguish as hell. Uh, although I'm, I'm going with my theory. I think she was replaced. I think that'd be a like great that. reason for their divorce. I, do like that I a think lot. it would be really sick if she was somehow like replaced by like the ghost of the Red Skull or like the spirit or like the descendant or somehow. Like I think that that would be really really interesting. Uh, so I'm giving. Rad. I'm gonna. I'm gonna double rogus. One rogus for your theory. One rogus for my new theory. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I'll give you a rogus of mine for your theory as well. Uh, what do you think, Jessica? I was gonna say bogus until you said brand. It's on Brandor or whatever. No, I, no, I disagree. Um, I was gonna give it a rogus because you know I like rogue theories, and that was rogue. That was very rogue. <laughs> okay, but yeah. also I would love to rogue. see it. So I guess I'm very biased because I'm like. I just want to see it. So I will vote it. <laughs> I just want to see Elaine be evil. Yeah, I just want to see um, Elaine. Yeah, I just want to see evil Elaine. <laughs> I think I just want to see it is a really good reason to vote Rogus. Yeah. Honestly, like, that's, I want it, then I, when yeah, I vote yeah. Rogus, half the time, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I should think about that. Maybe if I just don't want to see it, I'm like, mm, bogus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have Not to speak truth good. to power. You got you to gotta manifest these things. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to my theories. But buckle up, because up next, Whitney has the most incredible Fast and the Furious Rogue Theory that you will ever hear. But first, be sure to head on over to nerdriot.shop, where you can grab one or even two of our many awesome new shirts inspired by Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. These shirts are amazing. I'm wearing one of the hoodies right now, the Conquer hoodie. I freaking love this hoodie. It's so freaking dope. Brandon's got some stuff on. Like we we like these are these designs are amazing. What's like, special truly, about truly, this truly. shirt, so, MT? Oh yeah, you're wearing my shirt. I well I I just it's my idea and then a wonderful talented uh, yeah, artist. I'm not wearing MT's clothes. And, Don't worry. Yeah, you, <laughs> he raided my closet while I was sleeping. I have nothing left. Um, <laughs> I have to go to TJ Maxx right now. <laughs> That's also why they call him Bottomless Brandon because he only steals shirts. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> only shirts. I only have pants, which is great. Thank you, Brenda. Um, but there's and there's still time to order some now and have it delivered in time to wear on opening weekend of Quantumania. I even helped with one of those designs featuring Kang, the man of conquering. So you can support the channel and check out all of our awesome merch options over at nerdriot.shop. We also want to thank NordVPN for sponsoring this video podcast. Because have you ever gotten extremely hyped to watch a new series or film only to discover it's not available for streaming in your country? Well, NordVPN has got you covered. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location on your device with one click, giving you the ability to access streaming services from over 60 countries at no extra cost. This opens up a quantum realm full of entertaining content, which you wouldn't be able to access without NordVPN. And with over 5,400 servers in 60 countries, NordVPN gives you access to games and streaming platforms that are currently not available in your region. And the best part is NordVPN will not slow down your online experience. They've done the speed test and NordVPN is the fastest VPN out there. They've done the, the science, they, it is the fastest. And they even help keep you safe 
from hackers, malicious sites, and pop-ups while browsing the internet, all with just one click. The power of one click. Can you guys believe it? If you're a Rogue Theory fan, you can help support the show and grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash theory. You'll get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus a bonus gift. It's completely risk-free with Nord 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash theory. We also want to thank Bespoke Posts for sponsoring this video podcast because every month has one day that is more awesome than all the rest. That's the day that your box of awesome arrives from Bespoke Posts. Every box of awesome from Bespoke Posts contains incredible items that will make your kitchen, your wardrobe, or even the outdoors more awesome. That's really one of the coolest things about Bespoke Posts. Every unique item is hand curated from a small business that you probably would have never heard of otherwise. From cozy essentials to travel must-haves and cocktail kits, Box of Awesome has everything you need this month. So to get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com and your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. Each box is valued at around $70, but you pay only a fraction of that price. Plus with each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small up and coming brand. It's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. So get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code rogue at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code rogue for 20% off your first box, boxofawesome.com, code Rogue. All right, guys, now it's time for the lovely Whitney Van Lanningham to take away the second topic. Take it away, Whitney. All right, folks, ladies and gentlemen, at home, in your car, doing laundry, folding laundry, mowing your lawn, with your headphones in, wherever you're at, please listen up. Yes. I've had this theory for a really long time. It is about Fast and the Furious. Uh, Full disclosure, gotta shout out my very sweet fiance. Bretton Turley, very nice guy. He actually brought this theory to my attention, and then the two of us <laughs> expanded on it together. However, I must give him initial credit. As you guys may or may not know, Fast and the Furious trailer, we're shooting this today on Thursday. Tomorrow, Friday, the Fast and the Furious trailer comes out, but y'all are listening to this on Saturday. So hopefully you've <laughs> yes, just watched, you've already watched you've it. just watched the trailer. You watched me and Tommy break it down for you. We're doing that. Hope you watched it. Hey, um, tune into that. And now you know things about it. So uh, what you may not have picked up on, however, is that every Fast and the Furious movie has escalated to ridiculous proportions for the next movie, for the next movie, for the next movie. But I've been doing a rewatch all this past week to get ready for this trailer dropping. And I've noticed that almost everything that has happened in the Fast and the Furious, no matter how ridiculous, has at one point been foreshadowed in a previous movie. And so what I am theorizing today is that in the next movie, Vin Diesel will have to drag race Satan himself or another (laughs) supernatural entity. I like it. Because there's nowhere else for this series to go at this point. (laughs) In Fast 9, in the last movie, they went to space. They went to space. Fast 7, they jumped through Three separate skyscrapers in Dubai in a car. Like they've been in the ocean. They've been underground. They've been in caves. They've been literally everywhere. The only place that they haven't gone is to a supernatural realm of some kind or hell Mm. itself. Mm. Uh, I I think it's going to be hell itself because I think that that's the next like realistic thing that they can do is like burrow into the earth. Um, but my evidence, my evidence <laughs> from this the theory, earth? 
Yeah, I think that Vin Diesel's going to go all around killers, Brandon. Yeah, I think that they're going to have to do that. But every movie is kind of like predicted the next one, right? So like if right. you go back to the first one, it's, it, you know, they say something about, oh, if we were doing this on boats, what happens in the next movie? Mm, they do it on, on a boat. Okay. Uh, mm. I rewatched, I think, which one was it? I think it was Fast Five last night. Fast Five, Ludacris makes a joke about them having to go to space. They go to space in Fast Nine. Uh, mm. Going mm. under th- another one, they made a prediction. Oh, what are we going to do? Like jump jump out of a, an airplane or whatever. They drive they cars it. out of a helicopter. Okay. Like they, they always do the thing that they joke about doing. Mm. So in the ninth mm. movie, there's a whole scene where uh, Tyrese Gibson realizes that they have all like just like survived everything. Like they've all, none of them have died. Oh yeah, sorry. They brought someone back from the dead, right? Or this is they- why I'm. This is why I'm not good at rogue theory because <laughs> I, my thoughts are so all over the place. I never oh, no, do. I never do my own theories because they're so hard to follow, and I'm really sorry. But a fun no, fact about the Fast Universe, really quick, is that they bring back characters to life all the time. Right. And also, for some reason, Paul Walker's character is still alive in the franchise. Yeah, he drove although off. Paul Walker, the actor, is dead. Yeah. He he yeah. just went on to raise a family, but mm-hmm. he's still alive because they still talk about him in each movie. And they're like, oh, yeah, you talked to Brian O'Connor lately? And they're like, Brian's doing great. So are the kids. Like, and so they do that all the time. So he's Damn. the he's like actually still <laughs> alive in the Fast and the Furious universe oh and is ironically God. the only person in the Fast and the Furious universe who can't actually come back to life because almost everybody in the franchise has died and come back to life, mm-hmm. um, including Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel dies in Fast 7 and comes back to life in mm. fast seven it's nuts so back to fast nine fast nine mm-hmm. they uh they're talking about um how it's nuts that they're going into space and they're probably gonna die and it's wild and uh Ludacris and tyrese are just talking about like hey do you think that maybe we're immortal because none of us have ever actually died doing any of these things. Like Han came back mm. to life. Vin Diesel came back to life. Like everyone has, even if they've gotten like gravely injured, have somehow mm. ended up surviving. And um, obviously the rest of the crew is like making fun of them. And they're like, no, there's no way. You guys are so dumb. Like this is impossible. It's not possible. I don't know. I think it's possible. I think it's possible that the fast crew is immortal. And I think that Satan has somehow blessed them with their powers. And I think that they are (laughs) cursed and immortal at the same time. And what I think that they're going to do is I think that they're going to go to hell to rescue Gal Gadot's soul and have her (laughs) character come back from the dead in the the next one. Okay. Okay, okay, that's my theory. I'm so sorry. It was all over the place. I sincerely apologize. So they're kind of cursed immortally, kind of like the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Like they want to die, but they can't die. Like they're just stuck in this Mm. life of racing and it never ends. I think your biggest, Mm -hmm. I I love this. I love this, Whitney, and I want to see them race the devil. I don't know if you say what I'm going to say. I'm going to choke you okay what i'm gonna say is i love that the poster we got for fast 10 <laughs> no, is vin diesel holding that's the rosary with the cross <laughs> he's yeah. holding a rosary 
It's Vin yeah. Diesel. I was going to say that. I knew it's it. It's Vin yep. Diesel, the yep. son of God. Yep. He is Jesus. Yeah. And he has to raise the devil. <laughs> He's the Christ for, figure. For all of humanity. It's all exactly. on his shoulders. I mean, We're like, that's what he was going family. for since the first Fast movie. He's the son of God. He is the greatest racer of all time and the sexiest man, um, as you can tell from the Triple X franchise, where all the, all the women want to sleep with Vin Diesel in that franchise. I would, well, I think they're con- contractually obligated, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, your character has to do it. I, I, I'm the producer of these movies. Sorry, I don't know. Um, I, I, I would like the idea, too, of, the, of this being like a lost scenario where Vin Diesel actually died in the first race in the first movie and like ended in a crash and his yeah. just soul is like no i'm still alive and i have all these friends and this family and he raised <laughs> and but it's like he died 20 years ago he's been dead and this is just like nobody his soul, around like, here's been named dominic toretto for 40 years <laughs> and these other characters, the big nitrous yeah, yeah. explosion of 1907 um, I, I would love that. like I, I think it'd be hilarious if they can't die because of a nitrous explosion or like they just drank nitrous. It's like, you know what? We can't die now because we got to <laughs> go fast forever. But no, I like the, I really like this idea of the Fast franchise just going super crazy. Yeah. I'm like not, I like how it just, it just doesn't take itself super seriously, but also is super, super freaking dope mm-hmm. um, with all the action. So like, I would love to see like a freaking tournament in hell. Yeah. Just like, you know what? Let's just freaking race. It's very, let's do all this crazy stuff. It's very seven seal, right? Like you have to play chess with, with death. Uh, in order yeah. and for your soul, like the idea that you're racing for your soul, I, I think it's a lot of fun. Mm. I have nothing Can wrong I with say it. something? Can I Please, say something? Yes. Can I say something? Yes. I never get to say anything in this show. <laughs> The yeah. first time I get to make, speak, we try to make sure just period. doesn't talk. I never get to talk enough <laughs> on our sweet, sweet program. Two things: where does Hobbs and Shaw fit on this list? Mm. It, it doesn't fit on this list. Hobbs and Shaw. Shaw is the only one who will work with Vin Diesel because Vin Diesel and The Rock are not friends not and they do They're not like enemies. each other. And The Rock has completely like sworn him I, off. Like. Doesn't even acknowledge that he's in the fast films anymore. Like, he hates that guy. I've seen those videos. But as that being the last Fast and Furious movie I see, I've seen, and it (laughs) involves them going to Hawaii and fighting with a lot of Hawaiians, is there an opportunity that this movie, how does that, does it fit in the phases of the Fast and Furious? Could they just be, like, they're like, they mentioned Hawaii and Hobbs and Shaw, so the next film, they're in Hawaii for Fast 10? (laughs) Honestly... Maybe, uh, but I think that I think that Hobbs and Shaw aren't cursed like yeah. the family is. I mm-hmm. think that you have to be in the, the family, the fa- and he's not the friends of the family. Well, they do. So, they do. Like, he's not. Second okay. question: uh, What if they all just die? Can that happen? Where they all just die? <laughs> I mean, eventually <laughs> they, they all have. I don't think, I don't think so because. <laughs> Because of the predictions made in Fast 9, they always follow through on the predictions. And I really think that because it was predicted that they can't die, I think that they can't die, dude. I just think they can't. I like the idea of him being like, we must be immortal, and then they die in the next film. And then they die in the next (laughs) one, and it's like, just kidding, Fast 10, the end. You know what would be super crazy? Like This is obviously ridiculous. But like if they did a Ghost Rider crossover with Fast and Furious... Turn it and off. then, like, the, it off. Mephisto <laughs> sends the, Ghost Rider. like, these guys have Turn dodged death for too long. Go reap their no. souls. <laughs> 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 and they're just running away. On 
<laughs> yeah, like it's just the fast family just running away from Ghost Rider. From, from, from what do you guys think souls? Eric would do if the first time we see Mephisto in the MCU is at the end of Fast Ten? Like, what do you think Eric would do? <laughs> He'll be happy. <laughs> well, I mean, you, Whitney, uh, you're, you're touching it. on some like quantum theory here a little bit, right? The idea that by uh, in quantum physics, and I'm gonna I'm gonna screw this up, but like our very That's act cool. of observing something changes it. Even if we don't yeah. mess with it, by observing something, we we change it. And if we don't watch it, it does something different. So, like, the idea that we as an audience are watching these Fast and the Furious movies and we keep putting money into them and they keep doing well at the box office, despite many other projects failing, somehow they keep going. Like, they can't die because of our observation. Like, if they put out a movie where they all die and no one sees it, then they can die and then they can be dead. And then they're dead forever. Dominic Torero's <laughs> house is not far from us, right? Because it has right. the most traffic. And I only know this because I Does had to go it? to an ice skating rink nearby it. And yeah, there was it's like traffic. The, um, it was the Goonies traffic. house. People always go to the Goonies house or they go to the Nightmare mm -hmm. on Elm Street house or like, you know, it used to be the Brady no, Bunch house. over there is the worst, bro. Like, geez. Well, the traffic's because Yo. of Dominic Torero. It's yeah. his fault. It's They're Dominic affecting Toretto, our world. Yeah. They're you affecting our yeah. world. Well, well even in my it's Vin Diesel's f***ing fault. Vin Diesel's. And Jessica, you brought up Hobbs and Shaw, right? Uh, that movie, it's like Hobbs and Shaw. They None of them ever lose a fight, right? Because of their contracts in the real world. Like, they none of them can lose yeah. the fights. So they're, con they're stuck in this struggle of no winning, no losing. This concept, because they got so close to the family. They're not part of the family, but they got close to it. And it started affecting them. And they're like, ah, I can't. Yeah. They're, they're, they're stuck in this existential <laughs> crisis, right? And so, like, whoever the antagonists are in, the, in this movie, in each Fast and the Furious movie, right? In theory, if, if Whitney's theory is true that these guys are immortal and they can't die, our antagonists are our protagonists, right? They're the ones trying to stop this madness, trying to get rid of these people, but they can't. So we should always be rooting for the bad guy in these Fast and Furious movies for the sake of these souls that need to be for released. For the sake of Dominic Toretto's soul so it can right. finally rest <laughs> For the sake of Ludacris' soul. Can I add one last thing? Drew Please. Combs, the yes. editor, just slacked us and said, this is all going to end with Dom drag racing the Reaper to protect his family. He's already won, he's already won once in secret, Roman figured out. Uh, figure that mm. out a little in nine, but eventually death comes to take what's due. That is, Ooh. this is a fifth the person yeah. theory right now. See, he said, Drew's coming Drew. in hot. Grim Reaper's great. The I'm devil's so hyped great. For Fast Ten now. I think Fast it could X. be any of these, right? any of these supernatural figures. Yes. Honestly, yeah. I wouldn't be, I would not be surprised. I mean, and I don't think it's going to be supernatural like vampires or like mm -hmm. bringing the monster or whatever. I think it's going to be specifically like Satan. Grim Reaper, death. It can't itself. be Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, no, because Vin Diesel's Bro, the Christ I'm, figure. Yeah, Vin Diesel is. Yeah, Jesus. I, I'm telling you, like, if they if they don't do the the devil thing, they're they're gonna go back in time. They're gonna do time travel. I want it to point. be like wacky races, like, though. I want to see what if some it's like tricked out cars. Mm. <laughs> they have to do an exorcism. <laughs> on what? Exorcism. On the car. They're gonna on the do car. an exorcism <laughs> on Ludacris. What? Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Where's this happened to Ludacris? <laughs> Where's that Dude, they go to the Transformers universe to try to do exorcism. I think the Ludacris has one of my favorite, like, like in the credits, like how his name is written because it makes me happy every time. It's just 
Lud- it's Chris Ludacris, Ludacris. Bridges. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is. There's a while Chris where, Bridges. Where especially uh, one of my favorite that. Ludacris lyrics is, Ludacris, man, these bitches want my last name. And I'm like, they want the last name Bridges? They all want to be Mrs. Bridges? Cool. You're right. Yes. They do. All the women want to be all Mrs. Bridges. All the women want to be Mrs. Bridges. Um, I give Whitney's um, theory a rogue is. Yes, double I will rogues. also give Whitney a double rogues because I like this idea of like I like when they get super ridiculous. So yes, race the devil and win. Yeah, and win. <laughs> what do you think, Jessica? I said a rogues too. I don't know Fast and the Furious, so literally I will believe anything Whitney tells me. Yeah, yeah you gotta watch those movies. I, drive you gotta watch they go fast. So Hobbs and Shaw. I watched Hobbs and Shaw, and I watched Tokyo Drift when I was a child, and that's as yeah. far as I go. Unless my car is turning into a mechanized robot like Transformers, <laughs> I am not watching him. Bro, okay, I'm but you, I, I honestly, the though, Jess, way. they kind of do, is the thing. Yo. Like, the movies yo, get movies more and more ridiculous yeah. as it. they go on, and <laughs> shit like that starts to happen. Maybe it's that I also don't care for Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> There's a lot Maybe. of uh, entertainers Maybe. in there that I'm like, Nah. Why? Why is he fighting the Rock? And why is the Rock fighting him? Tyrese is a good person. Actually, take that out. Edit that out because he doesn't pay his child support. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, Keep going. Didn't know that. Ludacris is my favorite. I yes. Tej, the character, is just the most perfect character. I just hey, love him. Pay your he child has support, the best everybody. Lines. Unless they're annoying children. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, all Jesus. right. Now it's time for our rogue question. Are you guys ready for this? Mm? Yeah. Is it yes. about child support? Let's do it. Because <laughs> it's Super Bowl weekend. They're doing the sports this weekend, the sports championship. My goodness, people What's are going to be drunk. And we all know that Rihanna is going to kill it mm. at this year's halftime mm. show. And everyone's going to try to guess who will be the special guest to join her on stage. So for today's rogue question, I want you guys to give me your roguish choice of a hero or villain to come out during Rihanna's set for a special cameo and entertain the crowd. You know who I think would be uh, funny? Um, oh, wait, Ooh. it has to be a hero or villain. <laughs> it could be whoever. Hero or villain. Well, I think this person's a hero and a villain. Liam mm. Neeson. Okay. Oh, <laughs> just add <laughs> Liam Neeson. Yeah, and then we have a little reunion. Liam because Neeson weren't they and both, Rihanna? <laughs> weren't they both in the uh, battleship? boat? Battleship? Battleship? <laughs> you went oh boat? Oh my God, like we were battleship. The boat battleship. movie? <laughs> <laughs> the movie Boat, Boat, Bomb, Bomb, Sink, Sink? <laughs> Yo, imagine if like the battleship PR is still alive. It's like you know, this will be great to, bring, to get the battleship Ooh, fans hey, back on. The Hasbro, get, get the Hasbro back universe on still exists. The Hasbro Cinematic Universe with, uh, uh, um, you know, Transformers. It's still there, baby. Oh, that's true. Battleship is. This is true. Still, oh, and they're exists. they're about to make a Cars movie about their. Hot Wheels. They're Hot working Wheels. on a Hot Wheels Hot movie. Wheels. Did did Rihanna have a song for Battleship? I forget. Did she get a special joint for that for that movie? I mean, she had to have. I don't know. I, I don't she know. had to have, but I don't think she did because it would have been popular. And I and I know her entire discography. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I got I got I got two answers. I got two answers for this rogue question. Jessica <gasps> already knows my first answer. I think I do. Uh, I think I you do. bring out Jubilee, baby, and she mm. does the fireworks show. Come on, gross, easy, hey. easy. Yay. 
just come out Jubilee no. so much. So this but bring is perfect. out Dazzler. It makes more sense. No, Jubilee. Dazzler sucks. No, Jubilee and then Dazzler can go somewhere else. Okay. Dazzler second on the field. <laughs> second answer. This is like a little real world. Uh, and I stole this one from my wife. Shout out Whitney uh, for stealing stuff from oh, our wow. significant others. Spouse plagiarism <laughs> happening all, uh, all She had this idea and it's great when uh, Umbrella hits. She's going to do Umbrella. You know it. You know who comes out to dance, baby? Spider-Man Tom Holland. He redoes yeah. his dance. Oh, my God. He comes back out, baby, oh, and does it live. Yeah. Yo, does it live. People lose their shit. If you oh haven't watched that in a while, carry. go She's back and watch genius. that again. It is so good. It is so but good. Zendaya would propose to Tom at that point. She was oh, on that show, baby. She saw it live. She was Bruno Mars. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she was Bruno Mars. I uh, like that. What do uh, you think, Wendy? Yeah, he better show up. <sighs> I just want to vote for Brandon's now. Can I just do that? Like, I don't care. That's what I want. I don't give a shit what I wanted. I want this now. I do like that a lot. Um, you don't have anything? No? You just want oh, to vote for Brandon's? I mean, I can. Oh, what was I going to say? Um, I had something. I just don't remember now because Brandon's was good. Okay, like, come yeah. Brandon's. Come out. I will also vote for Brandon's. I think Brandon, our rogue question winner for today because I do want to see... Uh, Tom Holland, do the umbrella thing again. I just want all Tom Holland. Time. That's all. I'll let my wife know she wins. <laughs> Carrie wins. All I want for Christmas. Carrie wins. Carrie wins the rogue question. <laughs> um, I'm going to mail her her uh, rogue theory prize. Perfect. So that, perfect. that'll be coming in the mail. Don't send stuff um, to my wife. But that is it. Huh? Empty. <laughs> quit sending stuff to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Keep my wife's mail out your motherfucking mind. Uh, <laughs> But that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thanks to our amazing guests, Jessica Clemens, Whitney Van Lanningham, and Brandon Barrick. Support our channel by checking out all of our awesome merch over at newrockstarsmerch.com slash nerdriot.shop. It'll bring you to the same place. It doesn't really matter. Um, follow me at Mastertainment. Follow New Rockstars on all social platforms. And be sure to subscribe to our channel here on YouTube. We love you guys so much. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.